Hello and welcome back to the Talao Podcast. Glad that you can join me here today. Of course, I have two guests joining me, and it's not Gian and Op. Instead, it's Paul Murphy and Op. Gian unfortunately is busy, but Paul, I'm sure you have lots to say regarding the recent transfers that have been confirmed. Of course, Mung Tong signing three new players. And Samut Prakan City, yeah, interesting ins and outs there. Anyways, before I begin, just like to take this moment to ask how my guests are doing. So, Paul, welcome to the pod. How have you been? I'm good, thank you. Uh, missing the football, but uh, months to wait, uh, unlike most countries. Yeah, just a few months to go. Obviously, up. What about you? How, how have you been? Nice looking kit you have on. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, this is my favorite Russian kit. So, yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Missing the football real bad. Yeah, and talking about the football, I mean, obviously, man, Meng Tong. I guess everybody sort of expected them, you know, to to get up there and make some signings. But from the three who have just joined the club, Paul, what do you think about the acquisitions? Well, I mean, it's 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 strange to see um, Mung Tong, a club of their stature, letting players go and bringing them back again. We've seen it before. It's not the first time we had, we saw Supanan before. We've seen other players go on to better things. Um, but having said that, um, I think Peach has got great potential. I think um, I remember seeing him a few years ago at Pattaya, uh, for Pattaya against Port, and he. He was he was amazing, but he hasn't really for me he hasn't kicked on to become, you know, a, a real star since then. When I saw him that night, he basically won the game on his own, and he's quite inconsistent. He had a solid season last year with with uh, some of Prakan, um, but if he can get the right, if, if uh, Gamma can get the best out of him, he could really be, be of the three. I think he's the most exciting, um, based on what I've what I've seen. Um, yeah, he can he can attack well, but I think he's got to play to the strength, which is what which is what he's good at is in an, an attacking sense. Because I think he's he's been used as a wing back sometimes, so it'll be interesting to see how he uses them. Um, Catmon Con, I have to admit, I didn't see a great deal of him last season. Um, he he got a lot of good feedback, and again, it's it's interesting that Port have decided that they don't need him. Um, not surprisingly, given the, the, the depth of the squad, but surprising that they would bring him and then just let him go um, just a few months later. Um, so it it's definitely goes along with the, the current um, trend to focus on young talent. Um, they're all, I think, uh, Pumans, the oldest, is it 25? Or have I got that the wrong way around? Chapman Con, possibly. But they're all they're all kind of in their early twenties, and I think for me, Peach is the most exciting of the of the three that they've picked up. Uh, what about you? I mean, on 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 this topic, obviously we we knew that Mung Tong were gonna go full on youth this year. What do you make of their signings? I think Pichar is a great addition to the Mung Tong attacks because I think they're lacking that inventiveness, that creativity in the final third, and. Pichar could, I think he could add that bit of X factor for for Mung Tong. As for the other two, 
I'm a big fan of Shat Wong Khon. Last season, I kind of I I watched China just to see how he and Jatulapat plays. So he's a, he's an exciting box to box young midfielder. Whereas Hu Min, I I don't I don't really know that much about him. Only that he's like a a passing midfielder who who keep the ball moving. Out of the three, Pu Min would be the one closest to Sarat, but mm. he's definitely not that that at Sarat's level. So, I mean, in terms of depth, I mean, it, it's 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 a it's a good no, it's a good added depth to the to the a very young squad. Yeah, a very young squad indeed. And I mean, talking about squad, do you think Gama's team right now, Paul? This current set of players that he has, do you think it's good enough to challenge for maybe a top seven finish? Yeah, I think I think top seven is within their reach. Um, again, it, it, a lot will come down to Gamma's ability because obviously we we know that he does. He's a good got a good history of working with young players, giving them a, a winning mentality. We saw how well he did when he came to Mong Tong last year when they were really struggling, and although it's a pretty much a completely different first 11 he's got now, um, more or less. I, I think if he can get them into a unit, I, I can see them certainly challenging for top, the top half and possibly even for one of the cups because as we know of what he did at Chiang Rai was he, he was a, they were an excellent cup team because he managed to get the best out of them over 90 minutes. So yeah, they, I think they, they, they're obviously lacking the, the quality that they had even last year, but um, I think uh, if he can make the some of the some of the parts greater greater than the the um, sorry the, the whole unit uh, strong enough, I think certainly they can they can aim for a top half finish. Yeah, and Op, what about you? Top seven possible for this side, or do you Ooh. think more acquisitions needed to be able to push for that spot? I think they need they. I think Mung Tong still need a forward thinking right wing back or right back if they were to challenge for the top six or top five league position mm-hmm. i agree with paul they no mung tong or Ngama should focus on the the uh, the cup competition especially with the ex- expanded of the acl um, slot so they should be aiming for that there'll be a big boost for like the next a season or two yeah, obviously ACL quotas will fluctuate, but I mean, this season they're going with the top four teams come the end of the first leg, but then obviously next season going forward, the FA Cup winners will get a guaranteed bid to the group stage of the competition. So I mean, definitely lots lots of teams will be looking to do well in that competition. Now, moving on, obviously just mentioned Pichauta and Pumin Kyauta, them too, the club that they came from, Samutrakan City, they're not quiet themselves. Samutrakan City, of course, just signed Jacket last week. Jacket got released from BG Patum. And this week, there's been rumors with Chaturat Satham. Of course, Chaturapat is from Port. I mean, that one is not confirmed yet. But what do you think of the Jacket signing? I, I think Jacket's a, a great signing for, for Samutrakan. If they're looking for a left winger, Jacket is your go-to guy. Because on the right, so some of the they would have um, Jaren Sakwongkorn, who's the top scorer 
at the A, no, AFC and the 23's competition. So Jacket is oh he can take no so he he could take on the opponent one on one. And and yeah, I think it's for the player's own career, I think it's great as well because BG wanted to give him the deal, but the BG Batum United they can't promise him the game time he 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 thinks he deserves, and and I also think he deserves the game time as well. Mm-hmm. So he 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 basically left Leo Stadium to get more regular game time, and I think that's that's a big um, factor which I I agree with you. You you you've got the quality you should play. Yeah, I mean. Paul, on this one, obviously, it's not just Chakit that has been, you know, going to Samut Prakan. Samut Prakan are also linked to Chaturapat and Chaturapat. Obviously, him at left back, and you have what Supanan at right back, Jaronsak on one side, Chakit on the other. That's just a lot of pace on that team. Do you think Samut Prakan's new players can help them, you know, escape where they are now? On the table, I mean, and right now they are sitting only at one point. Yeah, they had a tough start to the to the season. I think it, they've been very proactive about uh, addressing that and trying to uh, turn things around. They were, I mean, obviously there wasn't much time for them. I mean, they did a, such an impressive start to last season. I think the expectations were raised a little bit too high, possibly, and they still have a have a limited squad and limited depth. So they're. Obviously, they've lost one. They've lost one fairly important player in Pichab. So, um, Jackie is uh, possibly an upgrade. Um, arguably, I think he's he's um, just possibly as good as Pichab. And uh, Jatarapat, what I've seen of him, he looks like a solid acquisition at left back. And I think that could certainly work in their favour, as you say, the pace they can provide. Um, but of course, they need someone to finish to finish off, and I think that's what they may be lacking at the moment. Now you did mention somebody to finish off, and obviously Samut Rakan. They let go of Pedro Junior early on, and earlier this week there was a picture of Ricardo Bueno, Buiram striker, sitting and having a meal with a couple of Samut Rakan um, officials. Now, I'm not sure if this was just a friendly chat or if this was something serious, but do you think a striker like Bueno would do well on, in in Samut Rakan, or do you think they should go with maybe someone like? You know, bringing Bonilla or bringing other uh, foreign talents who have already played in the league. Well, I mean, I think I think um, he's, he didn't really get a chance. Uh, he didn't have a chance at Buriram. So um, there's no. I mean, looking at his profile, I think there's no reason why he, he shouldn't be a success uh, at Samut Prakan. Um, and obviously, I, th- I think as possibly you pointed out, there's a very lim- with the current situation, uh, getting players over to Thailand is going to be a huge challenge. And I think they've got to be pragmatic about this. And if, if there's a foreign player with his ability, I mean, we've, we still it's, the jury's still out on whether he can adapt to Thai football or not because we haven't seen enough from him. But um, I think that could be a shrewd move um, if they can if they can tie up a deal for him. And for me as well, I think everybody would love to see Robinho. But I mean, if Samubrakan don't get Robinho, <laughs> what about Bueno? Do you think that'll be okay? Yeah, Bueno would be a solid signing. Um, I mean, he he as a finisher from the you know, from the few games we've seen him, I think he's he's a be- he's a better finisher and you no know, he's he's got that present inside the box you no know, more than what Samut Pagan ha- you know, have currently. 
And um, yeah, I mean, if they get Bueno, then good. But I would also like to see them give more game. Uh, I I I I think Ishii, Coach Ishii, should give more game time to the likes of uh, Tirapon Yoye, who's been, oh, he's been lively and he's been. You know, I mean, he, he, I'm a big fan of him. Basically, yeah. <laughs> a bit, of, a bit of a bias there. There's been lots of other rumors going around as well. Of, you know, players moving here and there. Now, this this one came out from from the the port camp that Mitipong Selan on their right back has been linked to a move to a, a J2 club. I'm not specifically sure what the the club is. I mean, if if you guys have the the exact name, then please let me know. But do you think a move for a Thai player at his age to a J2 club would be something to consider, or you know, scratch that off, Paul? He should stay at Port. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I think you. Know, I think Tokushima Vortis were the, the the club linked with them, uh, where Ricardo Rodriguez um, is the the head coach, and he's obviously very familiar with Thai football. Um, I think it comes down to. I mean, if it's it's G two, I think I think Nitty Pong personally could could do a job in, in, in the G League. So I think it's setting his sights a little bit low to go from a club challenging for for the Thai League title to go to J two. Um, if he wants to go for the experience um, and maybe use it as a stepping stone to to go up to the one of the top leagues, but for me, uh, Nitty Pong is more than good enough to, to play in the J League itself. So. I don't. I don't know. I mean, if it financially it would make sense, if if he wants to go there purely for professional development, I would understand it because it's a very different setup. Um, but from a football point of view, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to go from one of the one of the best Thai clubs to a club that's possibly going, not going to stay in the second tier. They, I think they got closer to promotion last year, but um, I think they got into the playoff possibly, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, I think he can. He can shoot higher than that. Op, do you think J two is maybe too low for him, or do you think for development it's it's the right spot for Nitipong? I think Nitipong is more than good enough to be a success at a mid-table J one team. Uh, that's like at least that's the bare minimum. I, I think of no Nitipong quality again yeah. would I want to see him leave yes I would want to see Nitipong leave Port FC I don't I'm a, I'm a harsh critique of how Port FC runs their club I, I don't agree with their transfer transfer policy if they have one I don't I don't agree with how they play their football and uh, I would like to see Nitipong Move there, no, maybe for a year. If he's a success in you know, J2 for a year, and then make the step up. Um, with Ricardo being the head coach, I think it's a big plus as well because Ricardo Rod- Rodriguez is, as Paul said, really familiar with Thai football. He he he, he tried to sign Tanasit Silipala, the port winger. Um, he tried to take Tanasit to. What is a few years ago, and he did take uh, Jackit, who is now Sayed Samut Pagan from City FC, on loan from BG Batum United to Watches in um, 2018. So I think there's a there's a he will he knows the Thai you no know, talent pool, 
and I think it makes. I wouldn't be surprised if he he had kind of had a look into Nidipo, and yeah. our move a move would be great for the player. Mm. All right. I mean, that's it for the, the hot rumors this week. I mean, obviously there are a few other ones jumping around, but let's segue to the hot take segment. Um, Paul, maybe not familiar with this, but hopefully you've heard a few podcasts of how this is totally not scripted and it's just questions. Whatever comes up on your mind first, just you know, speak that out. Anyways, now to the hot take segment. I would like to play a, a would you rather game with you today. I mean, there's lots of different situations going on with different clubs. And the first one I have for you guys right now, would you rather be Bozma Bandovic at Buiram or Alexandre Gama at Mungtal? Obviously two different, completely different expectations that I have. Bandovic, of course, Buiram this year, not a good start, worst start in the first four games in club history. While for Gama, it's a different goal. It's a, a new set of players. Who would you rather be right now? I think I think Gama is not going to... He risks damaging his reputation, possibly, if things don't work out well. But he also there's also a chance that he could have a, he could do really well and and really prove his abilities. So with with Bandovic, he's been there a, a few years now. Um, he's got. He's got something to prove after losing the league title last year, and I think he's again they've struggled to, to recruit the right people up front, and I think that's going to be the key if they can if they can get a couple of good strikers there between now uh, and the start of the season, I'd possibly rather be in Bandovic's shoes. But um, it's a it's a very interesting one. I think if you if you give me the choice. Overall, I would just say Bandovic slightly because I think he's got a better chance of success uh, this year uh, with the quality he has. With Gamma, it's an exciting project potentially, but it's also potentially disastrous. Yeah, I mean, great answer. You sort of sat on the fence a little bit there with your analysis, and then you leaned over to the the Bandovic camp out east in Buriram. What about you, Op? Do you want to be at Mungtong's camp right now where Gamma is, or do you want to be? In Buiram with Banovich's team, <laughs> I thought I thought Paul was gonna go with Gamma for a bit, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm so I am someone who believes in a long-term project, but in this case, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll choose to be in Banovich's shoes. I could see Buiram making two signings, an an attack, no, a, a creative central midfielder, and a Target man or like a, a like a goal poacher and that's it. They'll be back into challenging for the for the league again. So yeah, wonder which. Both of you guys going with the the safer option, I should say, out in Buiram now. For for the second question, this one, little different. Would you rather be Ishii at Samut Prakan, or would you rather be? Taki at Chiang Rai. I mean, both these teams did really well last season. Nobody expected Samut Prakan to be that high. While for Chiang Rai, they went all the way and won the league. But of course, Taki is has to take over that, and Ishii has to take over the expectations of Samut Prakan as well. So, two Japanese coaches 
who are you going with? I'll go with I'll go with uh, Ishii Sensei. Uh, I think Samut Prakan's City squad is overall going into a, a, an up upward tra- trajectory. So they they're building a they they lose Pisha and uh, Pumin, but Jacket suits no Jacket no fits the the way they want to play. Because they don't need a number 10. Pisha is at best as, as a number 10, and and, and Pierdon's back, so Pierdon's gonna be a star. Um, if they could find, I mean, look, if they could find a finisher, then Sabrupakans, then they'll be flying. Chiang Rai, on the other hand, that squad is in decline. The the summer signing is not, you know, they're not pay, paying off. It's not something that gets the fan excited. It's kind of worrying to see their, their their squad is stagnating, and I hope I'm wrong and and they 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 will return to the way they were again. Yeah, and Paul, what about you? Which Japanese coach would you rather be? Yeah, I would I would go with Ishii as well. Um, it was a very uh, uncertain start by Taki at Chiang Rai. Um, he. I mean, his background is not very strong. I, I thought it was a very strange appointment for me. And they were struggling for form. And as, I mean, Ob says, they are, their st- squad has not improved since last season. They're, they're going to have Ekinik back, which will make a difference, I think. But uh, you look at Bill. Now, Bill's 35 years old. And that six-month gap is, the older you get, I think that will be more significant, right? So... They can keep relying on him to bang in the goals. And yeah, I think um, Ishii didn't make a great start. But he's had more time with this. He'll have had more time with the squad. He'll have seen uh, the, the, what he needs to sort out. And obviously, he's a more experienced coach. So uh, I think there's a better chance he will turn it around and move towards the expectations. Whereas I think because um, Taki's with the defending champions, I think it's a really tough ask. To go into that, to go into there, and even even top, I think top five would be would be good if they could do that, right? But um, yeah, I think Ishii has more chance to develop and, and improve. All right, and last question for you guys: another would you rather? This time, not a coach, but would you rather be in BG Patum situation? You know, signing loads of players, having high expectations of finishing high up the table, maybe you know, become champions as well? Or would you rather be Rachaburi, who this year are off to a perfect start, look to be building something? You know, you got the new stadium, you got quite a solid core of attacking players that they have there, bringing up Leon James as well. Would you rather be in BG's position or would you rather be in Rachaburi's position? Paul, you first. Um, My... I'll go with my intuition at the moment. I'd say Rajabari because um, at the moment they've got little to lose. They've, they're exceeding expectations at the moment. I don't think anyone expects them to be champions at the end of the year. Uh, but I think after a period of instability, they look like they're back on a, a, on the right track again. They, they kept hold of, of their foreign players, the three very impressive foreign players attackers last year. Now, again, they're if they can maintain the form that they showed at the start of the season, Patino as well uh, was looking good. Um, if they can 
obviously the momentum is going to be the challenge and the squad depth is not is not great but i think um if they can keep things going i can see them challenging back to be back in the top five where they were a few years ago um bg it's exciting uh, but a lot depends on how the signings gel together and that's far from certain they do have great depth now um, they've got a very imposing defence, obviously, with Tunes added in there. Um, but I'm not convinced. I mean, I'm not. They made a solid start, but um, Rajabri are a little bit more, I think, together. Um, and I think Fiji will have to fit in the new players, and that might be a bit disruptive early on. But having said that, they've got plenty of time to work with them and try and, and try and get a good unit together. I'd say slightly uh, on Rajabri. If, if I'm looking for um, improvement year on year, I'd say, I mean, Rajabri are in a good position. BG's a little bit, uh, they've taken big risks. It could, I mean, you have to say they are potential challengers with the squad they've got and how open the league looks this year. Uh, but um, I'm really not sure it's it's going to go as, as expected um, if they don't get the right um blend with the players they have. And I think losing Jackie might wasn't maybe the best move. I thought he was a solid player for them. Mm, wow, spot on analysis. Oh, a little hard for you this one. I mean, obviously you have that soft spot for BG in your heart, but would you rather be in Rajabri's position right now? I'd, I'd rather be in Rajabri's big spot. I love longevity and I admire um, Rajaburi's decision to extend the con the contract of the three main foreign attackers, Longjil, um, Karabue, and um, Boli. They're great. And Jakapan's been doing great. Oh, he's still there. Nurun's coming back. Oh, Pacey, excellent winger when he's fit and confident. And that's a, they've got a good squad who should be you know, challenging for like the top five, top six. And Rajaburi, as we all know, they are you no know, they, they they pay a lot of attention and to the cup competitions, and I would oh it would be they would go far. I I would I would I would, I would, I would thought so. Yeah, Rajaburi is the place to be you know, compared to BG, where there's like chopping and changing all the time. There, there you go. There you have it. Rachiburi is the place to be. And I mean, this has to go down in record as the first time I've done a hot take segment. And my guests have agreed on everything, all three of them. I mean, obviously, you want to be Banovic. Obviously, you want to be Ishii. And now, everybody wants to be Rachiburi. So, wow. Thank you guys so much for joining me here today for the Tala Podcast. Till next time, peace.